So what got you guys excited about voice-enabled AI? Voice AI is something that's basically proliferating every aspect of our lives, especially if you think about in the consumer sense. You know, we have the Amazon Echo, uh, the Dot, that's being just, you know, placed inside every home. People are buying that all, you know, everywhere. It's really, really popular. Also, our smartphones have Siri, Cortana, and the Google Assistant. So we're just seeing this mass adoption in the consumer space. And that's what got us really excited and thinking about what are the potential voice-enabled applications of this sort of stuff. And when you think about it, right, voice is such a powerful platform because we can speak at a rate of 150 words per minute, whereas we're typing 40 words per minute. And we're also seeing that well into the future in 2020 or beyond, you know, 30% of web searches are going to come through some sort of a voice query. So that itself, that report got me thinking a lot about, hey, voice is going to be like everywhere. It's just going to be a core, you know, uh, biometric that uh, people are going to use. And the thing that also got me thinking about the technology and where things are spreading, if you look at, say, something like the smart devices, right, specifically, 75% of homes are going to have some sort of smart speaker or device in the future. And that could be as soon as in the next five years. And that just completely changes the landscape in terms of how people interact. And it opens up new applications. For me, the thing that makes this so revolutionary is just like when the smartphone came out, we're able to do things you know, more easily on the go. And we saw this proliferation even into the enterprise where you had mobile first devices and companies coming in. And I think that's the same sort of paradigm shift you're going to have with voice enabled assistance. And I honestly think Siri and Alexa are just scratching the surface and they're just going to be much stronger, bigger applications that these guys are going to build as well as other companies. So you talked a bit about the consumer side of things. Uh, do you see this as something making its way into enterprise software? Yeah, definitely. I think we're already seeing it today. You know, we have some really well-funded companies in this space that are tackling uh, these sort of problems. Obviously, the use cases are going to be fundamentally different, right? So we have companies like Chorus.ai, Gong.io, which are doing more of the analytics side of things where they're trying to mine and understand conversations and provide insights for training and coaching. And we're seeing that as a big theme. Um, but I definitely also think that there's going to be more workflow solutions tools like what we're working on at Fireflies, where you're going to have voice-enabled assistants that you will be able to interact with more directly. It's, it, it's, it's a no-brainer, right? When we are speaking at 150 words per minute versus when we are writing things down at 40 words per minute, the ease of use is just fundamentally very powerful. You know, if you have roles where people are always on the go, right, think about one classic example is on-field sales reps. Uh, they don't have time to just pull up and enter stuff into these, you know, bulky um, CRMs um, and enterprise uh, ERP software, right? So for these type of folks, having a voice-enabled assistant to do data entry and automate is going to be a lifesaver. Like 40% of the time, you know, the valid use cases when you're driving or when you're out on the field. And so for that segment alone, right, there's, there's tons of use cases that are opening up. But for me, what I find that's very interesting about voice is not only is it providing a new data source, but it's providing a new input to be able to initiate and complete workflows. So a lot of people think about voice today as voice AI as I have a recording, it's archival, it's for that purpose. But I think there's more to that, right? Like where if you can set off a sequence of commands or be able to 
proactively do things that would usually take you 10 steps in front of a computer with with like two commands. That's something that's really powerful. And also in the scope of a workplace or in a meeting, having some sort of voice-enabled assistant is going to be much, much more dynamic in terms of how people interact with these sort of systems. What type of adoption challenges do you see? Right. So obviously with every new platform comes new challenges. For me, what I think about voice is people are going to have a little bit of trouble initially adjusting to this new interface, right? Not being able to look at a screen and be able to provide commands is quite challenging. The other thing that is not quite as natural, right, is we're used to providing things in very structured ways. So we want to ideally be able to talk to our assistants in a very unstructured, normal way. Like just like how I'm talking to you, you'd want to talk to your assistant. You want to personalize with your you know, you want to have some sort of personalized ability to interact with your uh, assistant. And that's something that people need to get used to. So one thing we've seen through a lot of user testing and being able to do these like live demos with customers is when it's completely unscripted, right? They, there's no expectation. They talk to the assistant, our assistant in this case, Fred, as if it's their friend. It's much more natural. And it's so the challenge comes on to the developers to build these natural interaction experiences. I personally think just like how we had UX in the past, and I'm a big proponent of this, we're going to have IX, which is interaction experience. And I think that's where, you know, we can make it those, uh, those interactions less awkward for people. And also having a voice speaker or sensor everywhere can also be a little strange for people, right? People might feel like it's being invasive, right? It's, you know, getting in the way or, hey, what if my AI assistant here's everything I'm talking about and it's in the background and it's this ambient thing, right? So those are things that people are going to be concerned a little bit more about privacy and like, how do I turn it off? You know, do I want it listening to everything? What is it doing with that data that it's collecting? So the idea of having technology always enabled, especially voice technology always enabled, will also open up some challenges around, you know, security and feelings of comfort with having that sort of technology. But overall, I'm very, very bullish on this technology, mainly because some of the benefits you're going to derive in the workplace. I would definitely say that it's going to take some getting used to. There were people for the longest time didn't feel like they were getting a lot done on their smartphones, right? And a lot of these smartphone applications that came out that kind of dumbed down enterprise software into put uh, to put them into some form factor that they could use didn't really succeed. You have to think about, you know, when it came to mobile, uh, designing a native experience or building a native app. And in the same way with voice enabled assistants, you can't take the same paradigm that you have for these clunky web apps or uh, mobile apps for that matter. It has to be a different paradigm as a whole. So those are the challenges that I would see as something that's going to be a potential blocker for people. You know, in conclusion, yeah, we're, we're really excited about this area. And I think that, you know, we're going to see in the next five years a bigger proliferation, definitely in consumer, but we're also going to see very apt, you know, tangible use cases in enterprise that's going to just make people's lives a lot easier. We're already seeing, you know, people are distributed today, right? The workplace, they're not just sitting in their office all day. They're out visiting their their customers. They are on the move. They're working remotely. And so we're seeing that change in the way people work. And that's where I think voice-enabled technology is going to come in and have a bigger impact. 